All right, we're going since it's all good now. It's all good. Look How are you going to put one on? Look the one that. they can't do is special ed. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was, I, uh, I remember that. I remember special ed. I'm trying to find. Yeah, I'll say Dave Chappelle. Oh, they did it. Kind of, kind of did him dirty, dude. Look at that. <laughs> that. Oh puppy. yeah, and look at Tracy Morgan. That's not how Tracy Morgan. Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know about that, dude. You know what I used to hate? Do you remember Shorties watching Shorties? Yeah, That's that so was. Familiar. It was like they drew cartoon cartoon babies watching uh like stand up bits that were already well, like oh, they would yeah. animate the. Okay, so yeah. Really weird. There was Premium Blend, and then there was Comedy Blend Presents. Was the one we used to watch. And all they the time. would. Uh, do like 30 minutes on there. That was like the big deal back then. And then, uh, the hose. Oh, it's not. And they would do like their 30 minutes. And then this station channel thing would, uh, let me turn myself down here a bit. They would, uh, they would then take their bits and then animate them. But then at the end of each bit, it would switch to a new, like they would only take three minutes of their special and then they would have like babies watching it. Well, and then, like, the babies would do, like, joke commentary about it, which was like, what? Also, it annoyed me mostly because it was um, just recycled, like, clips from specials that had already aired, you know? Like, five years ago, yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember there was a Jim Gaffigan one about Hot Pockets. They did yeah. the Chappelle one about uh, the 5 o'clock crack in the morning. Well, and me and you used to watch Comedy Central, like, religiously, so we, had, we knew, like, every comedian back then, which is so weird because I remember kind of, like, we were, we were talking about the other day, like, I just, I feel like I, I used to be on top of things in, like, indie rock music scene where I, I knew all the, like, the hot new bands and shit, and, like, I have no fucking clue what people are listening to now. There's just too many. Yeah, and people it was the same thing with comedians where, like, I was, I used to be up on, like, who, who are the young up-and-coming comedians and, like, who are, you know what I mean? We used to watch, like, the Comedy Central would do that special every year where, like, here's the comedians to look out for. I remember when, like, Camille Nanjiani was on there. Yeah, that's how we found Kyle Kinane, Kyle Zies, um... I mean, there's an endless, like, the amount of comedians we used to watch on there. You Most know, the old Pat Oswald. They don't exist anymore, though. True. Like, Kyle Cease isn't a comedian anymore, I don't think. It's, well, you talked about, too, like, it's interesting that Comedy Central used to be the channel that was, like, if you were, like, that was a, a mark of success. Like, if you were a good comedian, you had a Comedy Central Presents special. And then now it's, like, I feel like no one gives a shit about Comedy Central. It's all about Netflix, really. I don't know where they yeah. went wrong, but Comedy Central kind of is... Doesn't have anything anymore. Like what? What? What's, what original South Park? Show do they David, have besides there's a David Park? Spade show. Yeah, man. David Spade has his like. This is like his and fourth not, show, and every time it's it's about because David Spade when he was on SNL in the '90s used to have the uh, the Hollywood update where he would talk about like the the hot goss and what was going on in Hollywood, and that he's still trying to do that show. And it's like, okay, dude, wait, really? That's what that is. That's what that show is. Is just oh. whatever. Got, like it's like TMZ, but it's like him sitting behind a desk like a. Like the Tonight Show, or what's not the Tonight Show? The Daily Show. It's like imagine the Daily Show, but it's about Hollywood gossip. It's like so, like a TMZ mashup with that. Yeah, it's like who cares, dude? And also, you're David Spade. Like, just let it go. David Spade just did not age gracefully because it's like he's kind of like Pauly Shore is kind of the same way where it's like they were really big for a while, and then instead of just kind of being like, oh, you know, I'm not that big now, I'll just chill in the background and like make an appearance every so often. It's like they're they're like desperate for that level of success, and it's like sorry, David Spade, like fucking. When uh, Chris Farley died, your star kind of burnt yeah. out too. Like you guys were kind of hitched. I feel like Joe uh, Dirt was probably like his last big. Yeah. Joe Dirt's legend, though. As much shit Joe as I'm Dirt's talking about David Spade. Well, the problem with David Spade is that great. like we don't care about him anymore, but like he still has Hollywood clout. He's True, a child, yeah. Child star, dude. I'm Ricky assuming, Roberts is dude, kind of a decent. You Robert. know, it's, it's it's funny. Okay, now that we I saw meant, that in the Riverside, I just realized the, the amount of David Spade movies we watched growing up is kind of funny if you think about that. Because yeah, Dickie Roberts, I remember being funny, but the bitch who didn't know she was a bitch. Yeah. That's the only thing I really remember from that. I, I, there actually, was like I was listening to Bobby Lee's podcast, and him and Andrew Santino were on there. It was called the episode's called like the Big Bomb, 
and they were doing a um, a pilot for David Spade on a, like a like kind of like a at midnight style show, I guess. And they both like just a game show. Yeah, and they both bombed really hard, and then they were just going over the jokes that they said that were actually funny, but they're like the crowd didn't get any of them for some reason. And he's like, the thing nobody tells you is that like uh, early morning like pilot crowds don't give a shit about comedy. They're just there because they're there. Because it's their job. My understanding is a lot of that is um, actors, like people who just moved to LA, and they're and that's like an easy way to make like, you know, fifty bucks or a hundred bucks or whatever, and then they give you a free lunch, and it's like you're just chilling in a studio for like eight hours watching them film a show. Yeah, you're in a big air conditioned environment. Sounds great, honestly. You know what I mean? Like, well, I guess the whole thing is like they don't care about comedy, so they're not there to help you. Because yeah. if you know who, there like, works. Think about that for a minute. True. Like, if you know who Dave Chappelle is before, go. I mean, everybody does. He's just an example. But if you know, and then you go and you're like, oh, he's gonna be on the show. You're gonna give him extra laughs because you care about him. These people don't give a shit about. Smartest thing I ever that I ever saw with, regarding that kind of thing was when me and Sean went to go see Jonah Ray record his second album uh, at the. What was that place called? The Comic Store. Uh, well, they had it's the place now. Yeah. Uh, they had the like. Where they they do Harmontown and all that shit in the back room. Well, it um, was a uh, nerd meltdown. Yeah, yeah, the meltdown and it was nerdist in the background. Anyway, we went to go see that uh, and it was hilarious because Jonah Ray legit was a good comedian back in the day. I haven't heard him. Any, I haven't heard him I've recently. I've literally so been know. hearing his name on uh, like mainstream. Because okay, for anyone that listens to the comedy podcast with comedians, there's like different sects of groups that sometimes will intertwine, and you can tell who's friends with who when they have like an interview guest on, and you there's can definitely tell who like they, A-list, they know of, but they don't know. Yeah, yeah. And, like, so, like, top tier, not in quality, but in, in podcast community strength would be, like, Joe Rogan, Tom Segura, like, Ari Shafir. Like, those people are in their own But then Joe group. Rogan, do you think Joe Rogan, so, like, Joe Rogan is definitely, like, he's, like, S-tier podcaster as far as, like, recognition, you know what I mean? And he's done, like, over a thousand episodes and shit. Uh, do you think, like, your average person would know, like, I mean, like, Grandma wasn't, wouldn't know who Joe Rogan is. Or she, they might be, like, oh, from Fear Factor. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. But he's thing, he's had such a, a robust career where he was uh, <laughs> really he was a, a like a, a kickboxer, and then he went and did TV where he did that show with. Yeah, a lot uh, of people know him from news radio. He was in news radio. Then he did Fear Factor. Then he well, he was a comedian the whole time. So I don't give him, <clears> discredit <throat> him. And then he did you know Fear Factor forever. And then when he started doing UFC, I think most people know of him because of the UFC. You're right, you're right. I forget how popular Because think UFC about is. it, like, our cousins, besides Steve, doesn't listen to podcasts, but I guarantee they know who Joe Rogan is because he's the guy that ask. interviews the fighter after they've won or lost or whatever. I always think, like, oh, I should get into UFC. Like, I, I enjoy, like, martial arts movies and shit. And then, like... One out of ten fights is interesting, and it, those the ones that are interesting are the ones that are only 30 seconds, so I don't need to watch true. them. They'll be on YouTube. Yeah, that's true. And, like, like the whole... Um, I don't, I don't know anyone's name. I saw a clip of a fight that it was a $99 pay-per-view, and you know millions of people tuned in. And it's like That's that so fight crazy, was man. all of 10 seconds because one of the guys ran up and knocked the other one out. And that was on YouTube, Twitter, social media, everywhere. What would you pay 100 bucks to watch? Like, like, a, like it'd have to be like a movie or a show or like an event like what, like what or a concert or something. Like, is there anything you'd pay 100 bucks for? I don't know. I'm, try- I don't I'm like legit so. trying to think. Like, like, if I could go in person, yeah, but n- not on TV. Yeah, I'm trying to think That's like maybe if I had a hundred like that Pasadena Daydream Festival where it was the Cure and the Pixies, which were like if high school me knew that That's was a in festival, person, though, I would pay a hundred in person. Yeah, for sure. but it, that was like 139, which is where I draw the line. I guess but, is a hundred bucks. Also, I hate concerts. Like, but look, we're talking about UFC where it's a gamble. Like, you don't know how long the fight. That's true. why you don't they know do if it's so many of them. They have like title card fights where there's like the light heavyweights, they have the featherweights, and then they have like the main event and all that. But even then, let's say you paid 99 dollars and you sat through the first hour and a half of fights, and then it's like. 
Robert Jackson versus Willie Jackson, like the, the main event or whatever, and then you knock me out within five seconds, do you feel like you get your money's worth? I don't. I don't know. That's hard to say. I mean, it's definitely that's an expensive but 10 seconds, but it's also kind of lit a lot to of see. People, yeah, I do know a lot of people that will just throw their money together. Like, they'll just Venmo one person. They'll I mean, do you it at their house to. And, and do a barbecue. Do you remember that Logan Paul boxing thing? Yeah. Who's you know that fighting? just happened again? They just did, like, a rematch? Dude, apparently he's been, like, legit fighting. And I haven't seen any of it, but... I learned that through I Joe Rogan, actually. He was talking on. to somebody. He's like, that dude's been training since that one fight, and he's actually a pretty good fighter. Damn. I wonder if there's, like, highlights on YouTube. I don't know if that happened this weekend, but he's versus that one guy who beat him. That's such time. a weird... Uh, Is the other guy a boxer or a YouTuber? He's a YouTuber. He's a YouTuber. A That's such a weird lane oh. to venture down when you're already, like, a millionaire. You're yes. like, well, I'm I'm a millionaire YouTuber. People are giving me their money. They're buying my products. I'm making music. The music's actually doing well because my fans are loyal. And then you're now going to go do that, which pays less, and you can potentially do... Un- irreparable That's what they, had a, they had a draw the first fight. You remember that? That was fake, though. Everybody that was knew crazy. that. Like, that, how would they let him? Was do that it guy again? from the wrestler? I can't remember his name. That's what he did. Mickey Rourke. Yeah, Mickey Rourke was a was a like a really up and coming actor who did like a handful of like really well received movies. Art? And then just disappeared because he wanted to become a boxer and then got so fucked up because, hey, you're not a boxer <laughs> that he had to get uh, plastic surgery done that was kind of shitty, shittily done because well, he had no I money heard left. He, he went down to Mexico to do it. Yeah, I mean, that's what. That's just, that's like a. Move uh, this candle. That almost sounds like a cliche. That's deep lore. That's going to be a really hot, so careful. That'd be a good YouTube video. Just the deep lore behind certain actors. Like, you could do a series on that because you could do Keanu Reeves, too, his you whole should, like, story. Yeah, if you well, know then that you much. could, like, I don't think. Or like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, how he kind of like dropped out and went back to college, and, and then like he married like a, a physicist or something like that. Well, he remember he like he he started off being a child actor who did pretty well, and then like kind of disappeared for a while, like kind of like a Macaulay Culkin. They they both kind of just disappeared for a while, and now they're kind of they just choose things really that they want to do instead of like trying like you make enough money when you're a kid, I guess. And, I don't know. Um, interesting to talk to. Well, there's also like Nick Cage. A lot of people don't know he's a he's a Coppola. I also really hate when people say that they hate Nicolas Cage. Like, oh, he's such a bad actor. It's like, you don't know shit, dude. Yeah, I mean, Mandy, watch Mandy. (laughs) Mandy finally got him a lot of respect. And that movie, uh, The Color Out of Space, that's the H.P. Lovecraft one he's in, is is getting really good early reviews. I think that's going to be... He's having kind of like a reconnaissance. Um... Sorry, uh, one of my old high school teachers put, finally, a good movie, and then, like, I don't know, I've never heard of The Bookshop, and I put, there's plenty of great movies, I'll give you a list, like, just very... What was the movie? (laughs) The Bookshop. What's that? I don't know, it's probably some kind of a... Sounds like Little Women or something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just mean, like, one of those type of movies where you're like, oh, okay, sure. Although, to be fair, did you ever see the movie Brooklyn? It was like Cersei Ronan or whatever moves from Ireland to New York in like the twenties. Yeah, she's a lesbian or something. No, or is that well? There's another one that <laughs> That's year. That's Carol. That was this a good came out too, the though. same year. My bad. It's weird that I saw both of those, but yeah. Well, we watch all of them. That's true. It's not my fault. I can't remember. I watched. Even the ones I don't give a shit about, I watch every movie that's nominated. Um, I yeah, I don't you know, know what I, one I hate. I try to. You know what I mean? It's because some, some of them don't. You, there's definitely some where you put them on. You're like, nah. You know <laughs> what? For some reason, it gets a lot of hate, but I thoroughly enjoy Green Book. Yeah, I didn't see that. I just don't. Everybody care. calls it like the. It's like my parents saw that. Did it's one like of those things it? where like yeah, it makes like white it. people feel okay. Movie like for, to be racist or whatever. I was like, that's not what I got out of it at all. <laughs> well, you're white, so I mean, okay to be racist. I mean, I'm a trained film watcher. Uh, can't be as bad as Crash. I mean, that movie fucking blows. It, it wasn't like that. That movie's preachy. Green Book isn't preachy. It's just telling a story. You know what movie I like? American History X. But I feel like that probably hasn't aged. I feel like there's probably a lot of people who will say, like, that's not a good movie. You know what I mean? I haven't seen it in a while either, so who knows? But True. It was a good, like, thriller. I mean, that's an interesting topic. Like, you know, 
people, it's almost like a ra- radical, like, I don't know, you can even say radical Islam, is that offensive? Like, if you, like that radicalization of like, it's, that's kind of what, uh, what was that movie, the Ethan Hawke one? First Reform was kind of about that too, except instead of like uh, a religious thing, it was the environmentalist, which was a brilliant workaround that that guy came up with. I was going to say, uh, I don't know how my old Christian school English teacher would handle but I was like, dude, good time, fucking the movie you just mentioned, I can't remember the name, First Reformed. Uh, the Lighthouse looks amazing. There's plenty of great I was movies say, there's that are a, coming We're out. in a really good... You just got to know what to look for. Like, a, basically, go to A24's YouTube page, and there you go. Like, start with that. They're just killing it. Um, speaking of, this is a good segue. We can talk about It. Yeah, It, too, also kind of got mixed reviews, which was surprising to me, because I enjoyed it, right? I mean, I saw that coming, though. I really? Mean, well, we, me and you, remember when the first one came out, you are like, I just don't see the second one being better because it's focusing on the adults. And I did every, say that. Everybody knows that the adult, the adult portions of the book are not as cool as the little kids' version because there's something about like kids hanging out and like they're yeah. they're like growing up and they're struggling and all that, and it, it's more innocent than when they're adults. And like the whole convenient plot that they can't remember anything and all that, you know, it's just like it works better when they're kids. Yeah. Well, it works really well in the book because the book goes back and forth constantly. So every time you start to get bored of the adult shit, it cuts to the kids again. Right to the kids, and then the kids are doing cool shit. But then a couple of times in the book, it like you get really invested into the kids' storyline, and it cuts to not even the adults, but it'll cut to something like else. Someone else in the town. Because sometimes uh, it cuts to these things where the um, the one kid that stayed there, the only one that didn't move, he like started writing like a history of the town. So it'll cut to like his writing. And it, it gets kind of boring, except for there's this one part, and I couldn't believe they didn't put it in the movie because I, I don't know. I just thought they would, for some reason, I could see that in the movie where, like, uh, there it's so it's like yeah. set in like the 20s or whatever, and these like uh, Chicago gangsters are, are coming through the town. Like, they, these, the, it's almost like a Western. Like, somebody runs into a shop and he's like, they just robbed the bank and then their escape route, they're like, they're coming through our town and shit. And like, we got a chance we could take them all down, like, if we all like snipe them basically. Mm-hmm. So they set up a trap for all these people. And, um, the, this one guy starts talking about how he's like leaning out of a window shooting at him and basically everybody hit him like they all shot at the car all at the same time and, and killed these people and he said something about like he could see there was also a clown next to him like leaning out the window except he wasn't on the window he was just like floating in the air outside the window shooting at them yeah and it's just like that's such a weird like that whole thing but first like you're but you're reading about the kids and you're like oh are they gonna make it what the hell and then like and then it cuts to like a floating clown and you're like huh yeah like huh. The scares are a lot cooler when they're kids too, I think. True. Yeah, I, I did like the the, when the, the scene when from they're the adults, commercial. They're kind of like just hara- he's just harassing True. them. When they're kids, they have no idea what's going on, so it's more frightening. But when you're an adult, they're like, "Oh, I know what's going on here," so they're able to get out of it easier, kind of. That scene from the commercial, though, the the full scene of it in the movie, I thought I was like surprised. It was how amazing. Good it was. Yeah. Like when the, she turns into that monster with like the mouths in her neck and shit. You're like, that was really cool. The and mirror, also, mirror scene was really good too. Yeah, like with the sequence. yeah, I was like the mirror Pennywise scene. and oh, yeah. the little kid. Yeah. Also, really well done with the, with the football game or whatever with the little girl with the birthmark. True, true. That was good, especially because uh, you're like, well, we know he's gonna kill her, but how's he gonna do it? And she's like, you didn't say three, and then he like eats her. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought it was. I I liked it a lot. I, I think he. I watched an interview today where he said he's actually filming more scenes right now to put into a director's cut. Like he's not done. Um, well, I mean, I'm excited for that. There, she's like, 
uh, is there going to be like a supercut of both movies? He's like, not only there's, is there going to be a supercut with 45 more minutes between the two first and second, he's like, I'm filming like an extra 30 minutes right now. With I mean, they actors. said it was supposed to run almost seven hours, like the full. So, yeah. so basically, what they should do is cut it up like they did with uh, Hateful Eight. I was about to say, I, about to say, I guarantee you, whoever buys the rights to it, is it what's Warner Brothers or Fox? Or uh, Warner. Uh, I guarantee it'll probably end up on like the Disney or Netflix app or something like that. Did you see? Um, Midsummer, they did that director's cut where it went to theaters. It's uh, they they said like the the director's cut is exclusive to Apple. So like if you buy it on the Apple iStore or whatever iTunes or whatever, you can uh get yeah, that's the only way to see the director's cut is what I'm trying to say. Can you watch <laughs> it on Apple. Yeah, I don't know how I to keep do that because I don't have a. What's up? What's up? Um. Anyway. I'm curious to see that. I'm not going to pay yeah. Apple for it, though. I'll probably just torrent it. No, I won't pay them either. There's also, uh, I was just telling Lou today, I, I went to see if there was a 4K for that, like a Blu-ray, and there's not. It's just standard Blu-ray. And it's like, well, okay, I got Hereditary on a 4K Blu-ray, so I'd like to have Midsummer also on a 4K. I don't know if that's just my autism shining, but... A uh, little bit. Things like that really bother okay. me, you know? Where it's like, can't you just... Also, like, okay, this is, this is really specific, but I went on... Okay, this is really autistic. Just follow me on this. So I'm on Goodreads, and I log all my uh, stuff I read on there. But uh, Faith frequently complains that I log too many uh, anime like books on there, like manga. So I just started writing down the ISBN numbers when I finish uh, uh, manga, and I save it in a notebook file. And then at the end of the year, I'll just enter them all at once. So instead of spamming anime all the time, it's just all at once. Just, you know, try to be courteous. So I went on to Amazon to grab the ISBN for uh, the volume two of Berserk that I was reading today. And I was looking at the reviews and somebody uh, posted a picture and they said, this is great and all, but the my volume two is like almost an inch shorter than my volume one. And they look weird next to each other on the shelf. And when I saw that, I was like, oh no. And then I put mine together and they look completely like they lined up perfectly. And I was like, well, I don't know what this guy's problem was, but I'd be fucking pissed if that was me. I'd be like, give me one that, that fits, dude. <laughs> What a weird... Because uh, remember when I... Like, I, I bought that, that one manga, and then they sent it to me, and it was so fucking destroyed, where I was like, send me another one. And then I just forgot to send it back, and then they sent me another one. Like I, I So I ended up with three copies of the same book, and I got charged for all three of them, because I oh forgot to god. send them back, because they sent them in the mail all fucked up and made me return them. It's like, oh my god, dude. Amazon's fucking up lately. I've been getting a bunch of shit in the mail from them that's all destroyed. Really? Like, I keep getting Blu-rays where, like, the case is completely fucked up. Sucks. And books too, and it's like okay. Well, you know why? Because we're getting close to peak season, so you know they hired a bunch of temps, and the temps be, don't yeah. give a shit. My bad, that was me. We're also <laughs> in this really annoying market lately, where uh, if you want if you want a movie on Blu-ray, you better buy it when it comes out, because if it goes out of print, you're never going to see it again. It's going to be a hundred fucking dollars. So I try to buy things that I'm really interested in. That's kind of why I've been stopping by uh, Best Buy yeah. constantly lately because they, they have exclusive horror movie deals now right now. And then oh, they're yeah, either sold out. What's that? We should go in there and look and see what they have. That's what I do every week. Nice. Uh, they have a lot of steel books and they'll have like, like they have a Halloween one and the new Halloween like steel book edition and I, whatever. I was like, oh, I might get that. It's kind of like, cool, yeah. Which that movie got a lot of clout That's when it came sure. out and nobody talks about it again. I'm like, that movie was surprisingly great. The, the, new the new Halloween, yeah. Um, I thought was, a lot of people didn't like it. It was decent, but it, I mean, I haven't really thought about it since I saw it. You know what I mean? Well, like, like what was bad about it compared to the other? Like, I'm, I'm comparing it to the other, the sequels to all the other Halloween. Really, the first three are the only. I mean, the fourth one has its moments too, but like, they're just kind of. Uh, 
the Halloween movies aren't aren't as good to me as say like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street or, or even Friday the Thirteenth. I think has better. I would sequels. say it's a weaker series, but also like John Carpenter only made the first one. True. So like, can you imagine how good they would be if he made all of them? Like, dude, he didn't he say he might come out of retirement to do the sequel? Um, not that specifically, but he did say he's interested in, in directing more movies in the future if he finds like a good script. I, I hope so because. We keep losing a lot of great artists lately. Like uh, Daniel Johnson well, died. The dude from the Cars died. That. The lead singer from the, like the one of the greatest like eighties bands or whatever from the Cars died today, which is terrible. Well, he also uh, was the producer on Weezer's first album. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. He, used, he was a record producer throughout the nineties who did a lot of like really important shit back in the like he kind of defined that sound of like pop rock in the nineties. Yeah, I'll be paying my respects while I'm driving this week. Um, yeah, but like, so Wes Craven's dead, and uh, Toby Hooper's dead. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre director. The Wes and, uh, Craven one was a, was a big loss. Yeah, but Toby Hooper, I'm like a new fan of, but you know, Wes Craven, I definitely seen his shit when he passed away. And um, oh, the guy, fucking, uh, not Roger Corman. Uh, what's the guy's name? I can't remember. Uh, the guy that did Cue the Wing Serpent and uh, the stuff. Remember we were watching that. He he passed away. That guy passed away. Larry Cohen, he passed away last year. So like all of these really legendary like horror filmmakers are dying off. There's a couple more too. George Romero died recently, like a year yeah. or two ago. There, and there's more too. I keep I, I'm drawing blanks, but I know there's like a there's like a real like a legit list of people who are like really influential who just died in like the last five years in horror films. So it's like you look at John Carpenter and you're like, please make more movies, dude. Even if they're shitty, Especially I don't because, care. Yeah. Like, he's only made, like, two bad movies. It's like, even with, with Wes Craven, like, his last couple movies were all terrible, but it's like, I don't care, just keep making them. I just, it, like, that's fine. I just want to see them. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to see you try. I do respect the director, though, that's like, I don't have a passion for it anymore. Like, John Carpenter's like, I'm just, I like music and Call of Duty, so it's like... We should go see him live. We gotta do that. I, I would love to. If he's playing this year, I'm down, like, in L.A. somewhere. Someone was saying that they had been trying for years, but, like, they, it would just, they, did, they didn't line up. They wanted John Carpenter and Danny Elfman to do, like, a double show. That'd be amazing. Like I said earlier, I, I really, really want to go see that Nightmare Before Christmas where they, it's at the Hollywood Bowl, and they have, like, a, a live, like, orchestra and a choir that sings, and then they have Danny Elfman actually singing the, the songs for, uh, he's, which he's the lead singer for Oingo Boingo, if you don't know, which, if you don't know who he is, you probably don't know who Oingo Boingo is. So Oingo Boingo's matter. great. But, uh... They're like this really rad like '80s pop band that plays like weird. Did you know how they got music? their start? Like they were all like classically trained musicians, and they just did that as like a side project. There was a thing too where like they they did like a short film called like the Mystic Knights of the Oingo Boingo. I remember getting really into the, their lore like a long time ago, yeah. and that's where like the name came from. Was that short film they were in? Isn't it him and his brother like the main two? Something like that, yeah. Uh, but yeah, their music is really fucking great, and he's the he's the singing voice for Jack Skellington in The Nightmare Before Christmas, and he do, he does all the music for Nightmare Before Christmas, and he does all the music for almost every Tim Burton movie. Yeah, and like the theme for like The Simpsons, uh, and the theme for the Spider Man movies, and the theme for Tales from the Crypt, which is like one of the greatest TV show intros ever. Like that dude's career, like him and like nailed. Hans Zimmer, like nailed. He did much the Beetlejuice soundtrack, which is one of the best. He did the fucking uh, uh, what's the what's that movie Scrooge? He did that soundtrack too, which is really fucking great. What a great movie! Yeah, he's like, he's like. Speaking of, of uh, Spider-Man, though, we, I remember a long time ago we were talking about movies that make us cry, and you're like, "Yeah, that scene where they're like, I won't tell anybody it's you, Spider-Man, or whatever." Like, it was someone posted again. the The guy standing right next to the kid that makes Rob cry is like one of the funniest comedians that I've heard in recent years, named Joey Diaz, and he's just like really raunchy, and he's like. You gotta go through. If you're gonna get to him, you gotta go through me. Like, and I was like, oh, what a weird twist on. Well, a it's weird because it's like <laughs> I remember that scene, but I don't remember that it was him. You know what I mean? Then you yeah. watch it and you're like, wait, that was that was Joey Diaz. Like, what the fuck? Well, and then now that you see him, he he like 
he has so many weird parts and everything. Like, and then you listen to his podcast is called the church of what's happening now. It's really fucking good. And, uh, he's like a huge movie buff too. And music buff. And like, in fact, he like purposely doesn't, uh, take any royalties for like, he doesn't take any money for his podcast so that at the intro, he can play like a Sabbath song or whatever he wants to to start it off. But he has been in like a shitload of movies. Apparently, he's in a new Scorsese movie that's coming out. Like he, I thought that was him in the Wu Tang show, but they should have got him. It was a look alike and a sound alike. <laughs> he's hip- a huge hip hop fan too. It would have been cool. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm, the Irishman looks great. That's another thing to look forward to. Yeah, there's a couple. I mean, the, the I think the one I'm excited for the most right now is the Lighthouse. Yeah, just because it's getting crazy, like yeah. stellar reviews, and I love the I love when people make movies in that square format for some like reason, the, the four point three or whatever. Yeah, and it's black and white, and I, I really like I, I love good black and white photography in a movie like like a racerhead style, you know, or like that's the, like a weird like a eight K black and white though, where it's like super detailed, but that's, it's still yeah, shot that's why I'm film. excited to see it because it's it's black and white, but in high definition, so you, it just it gives it a really unique like I don't know, I love that look. Excited to see Joker, too. Yeah, yeah, that comes out, like, first week of October. That's going to be... So th- there's, like, a handful of good movies still coming out. And it's been a good mo- year for movies so far. Yeah, it has. Art of Self-Defense, I, I, other than the Tarantino movie, obviously, I think is my favorite movie of the year so far. And then yeah. Midsummer obviously, is up there. What else did we see? Uh, the Fanatic, definitely. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, how do we even talk about that movie? The Fanatic is, like, legit... I mean, first of all... Reach ja- behind I, you and grab the lid. Is the, the funniest thing there. about that is that Jacob Jacob was the one that told us about that. Like, it wasn't like we... Well, we was, it, was it really me? Did I... It was no, me we, and you we were, discovered it. Me like, and you were he- sitting here one night, yeah. and you're like, that is a nut-ass cut. <laughs> you know, I was like, wait, John Travolta? It was like The Fanatic, <laughs> and we watched the trailer. And it was just... Directed by... <laughs> Fred <laughs> Durst. Fred Durst. Directed by all of Limp Bizkit. Yeah... Robert uh, works earlier than us, so he'll usually dip out a half hour, hour earlier. And then uh, me and Jacob were just going through YouTube, and then we saw a trailer for this movie. And the trailer, oh, it's it's one of the worst. Bless you, sir. It's one of the best, worst movies we've seen in a while. Yeah, I, it's, I would say so. I can see it being like the next room, the room or whatever. Yeah, there was really the room tier acting it's in that movie. Standard, All they needed was the football to be thrown back and forth awkwardly, yeah. and it would have been the room. It's like every so often a, a movie comes out that like raises the bar for how shitty a movie can be. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, okay, so the, just a quick like synopsis of the movie. There's a guy named Hunter Dunbar, right? Yeah. Uh, One of the worst movie names I've ever heard in my he's life. A famous actor. And, like, the movie opens up, it's like, you are my fan, I'm nothing without you. And it's, like, a quote by Hunter Dunbar. And the whole time I was like, is that a real person? And it's not. Um, Wait, the quote was from the guy? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, how pretentious can you be to quote your own character that we haven't even met yet? Yeah. What? Um, Terrible writing. That is really dumb. And then, like, the movie... see what that's about. The hookah? (laughs) God. I mean, just while you give the synopsis, you know? Be careful. I don't want you to knock your Coke over. Okay. Yeah, uh, trying to sniff it all. The, the, first, that the first line in the movie, if I'm not mistaken, is John Travolta yeah. running, running in, and he's like, "Hey, what's up, man? I can't talk for long. I got to poo. Not, I had to go to the bathroom. I need to use the bathroom. I got to poo." <laughs> John Travolta's got to be 55, right? Here's the thing about that: when he says, <laughs> he "I got to poo," I feel like that's a, t- a bad writer's way of subtly establishing this is a mentally challenged character because normal people don't <laughs> say poo. That's a thing a child says. So if you have a grown man talking like a child, your brain instantly goes, oh, he's mentally challenged. Yeah. It was a... Uh, so right off the bat, every, I think all three of us just put our head down head? like, oh, no. I think so. Yeah, well, handicap. He's a handicap of some sort. 
I, I legit don't know because even handicap sounds I like think a bad mentally challenge. Any of our fans know that we're not out to hurt anybody. If we misuse something, we'll I mean, we've corrected ourselves in the past. But uh, I'd just like to say thank you to our millions of fans for being so supportive and understanding. We got a, about a hundred mental hundred hardcore ones now. Um, I would say okay. So the first line is meant to establish that he's uh, he has he doesn't have social cues. I think is what it's meant to say. He's special needs that of too. some sort. Uh, and then it immediately... So he goes, I can't talk for long, I have to poo. And then immediately has a five-minute-long conversation with the guy. And then Which killed me. Cuts to him going out. Shitting. And, <laughs> no, <laughs> Could you imagine? He didn't. He never shit. Yeah, I wish he never showed him go to the bath. It's like, the smartest thing would have been like, okay, it's almost like they set up a joke and didn't pay it off. Because imagine he's like, I can't talk, talk long, I have to poo. And he's like, well, did you hear about blah, blah, blah? And then it cuts to him sitting in the bathroom with the door open. He's like, no way. Like, he's all excited about it or something. <laughs> like That could have been... Could have had him been like... That would have been funny. Like, anything. It's like, again, like, they set up a joke, but, like, just saying the word poo is not funny. Yeah, and then the guy's like, did you know what? Your favorite actor, Hunter Duff. Well, also, let's... The store he goes into <laughs> is supposedly some kind of a Hollywood Boulevard, like, trinket store from film and all that. Yeah, that, that did not make sense at all. Doesn't doesn't make any sense. He's like, well, it's $300. Like, oh, okay, I'll pay you back. Or oh, I don't even remember, dude. Was, that was so weird, too. He's just like, I want you to have this. Yeah, it's he's like, like, no, I want you. It's like, so what was the point? Like... Yeah, he, he wants a vest from some kind of a B-movie that this Hunter Dunbar guy was going to be in. And then, like, the guy's like, yeah, it'll be $600. And he's like, what about 300 And he's like, okay, I can't pay you right now, though. And he's like, all right, well, you better pay me back. And then they never bring it up again. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a hallmark of a bad movie and just bad writing in general is when someone says something and it never gets brought up again. It's like, well, what was the point It's like that? a reverse Chekhov's gun. It's like, there's a problem that doesn't exist later yeah. on that you're going to be stressing about. Like, we stressed about the poop for, like, the entire movie. Title of this episode is Chekhov's Poo. Because that's what that is, dude. If I can spell Chekhov, I'll do it. Um, I feel like Chekhov is a dog name for some reason. Like, come here, Chekhov. <laughs> Good Chekhov. Like, <laughs> Chekhov's dog, dude. Uh, so, I, I don't even know where to begin. Like, So, that goes <laughs> oh, from, yeah. he it's goes cool. from there to like a public bathroom to which he didn't use. He, just, he walks in and then puts on like a British... Um, uh, like a security, like a like British a police, police officer, like, like one a, of those, with like a like a Beatles cop with like a yeah, fucking nineteen like sixties yeah. cop with like the big hat and like the weird like a uh, thumping stick. I guess I don't even know what you'd call that, like a baton. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he starts pre- proceeding to do like the worst British accent. He's like, "Hello, governor." That was but like see, his job, not right? even like that though. He's like, "Hello," like he like it's showing that he can't even do like a like a bad like a fake bad accent. I don't know. It was really bad. What if he's just such a good actor that, like... <laughs> it's just the next level, dude, and we just didn't appreciate it. <laughs> Do you remember it? how he got injured? I'm trying to remember. Like, remember at the end, like, how did he... Did he get shot or something? Like, Yeah, he shot him in the eye. In the eye, oh, No, he yeah. stabbed him in the eye. Stabbed him in the he, like, eye. Like, cut his then, hand or something, too, didn't he? Like, he shot him, him in the leg and then... Shot him in the leg, um, yeah. And then stabbed his eye and then didn't kill him. Here's what doesn't make sense about the movie. So, he... Goes to the Hunter Dunbar like autograph thing. Doesn't get an autograph because Hunter Dunbar's wife is outside and they have an argument. And he's like, "Hey, I'm I'm here for your autograph." And he's like, "Fuck off!" So then he there was no subtlety to that either. No. And then he talks to his uh, Hollywood agent photographer friend, who just happens to be like the narrator. Of yeah, the movie. who's the? I forgot. She's the narrating oh the movie, God, and she's like, yeah. "Sometimes in life, you get just what you wish for, but." You better it's not exactly what, what you wanted you when for. you wished for it. It's, it's like, like one of those things that you wished for, and then it turned out to not be what you wanted. It's like, was that the first draft? Did you guys you didn't take a second pass on that? Like, like <laughs> that's a page one rewrite. That's almost like someone was just like, uh, we wanted to say something like, and then just like vomited a bunch of words. Up. And then it's they like, started to film it that day, and they're like, this is what we. Oh, all right, whatever, like, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I can just imagine someone be like, um, 
they're filming with, with version one of the script. We're on version like 34 right now. Like, why? For real. <laughs> ah, fuck it. But even that, to do a narrative voiceover, that's ADR. They did that way after they filmed the entire movie. So that must have meant that my, my, my guess is that, like, the movie didn't make any sense. They're like, well, I guess we need to put a narrator in. Like, that, to me, seems like a, a plan B. It's such a simple plot, though. The guy gets pissed off and he sneaks into the dude's house. Like, that's really it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so the main character get. sneaks into the dude's house and then gets caught by like the the maid and then like proceeds oh, yeah, to. Yeah, I forgot about. I forgot a lot of this. Until he's like, here's the it. letter for the maid or for Hunter Dunbar, and then she like grabs it and tries to read it, and then he pushes her over and then cracks her head open on like a like a a fountain. Oh, that's and then right. three days later pass. And nobody has mentioned nobody. the fact that the maid's gone. Nobody's yeah, mentioned we were that we were positive they weren't going to bring it up again. <laughs> like, and they didn't. Kind of like bring Black, it up the original the... Black Christmas, where it's like that one girl dies and no one finds her body, and she's just up there. What well, was like in Mom? Really the one girl that pretends to pass out of parties, just they leave her inside the basement, and the place burns down. Like they just forgot. Oh, that, that was really dumb. Yeah. Like I didn't notice Wait, what that. Was that in? So we saw that movie Ma. Remember, oh, yeah, there was yeah. that weird like subplot where there was a girl that would show up to parties that had the weirdest face, and she was like, they're always like. Oh, she's pretending to pass out so that later on she can go home or something like that. It was this weird thing where it's like she pretends to be drunk. I don't even remember that. I think I checked out at and that point. And then that girl is chained in the basement, and then all of the five main characters or whatever get out, and then they're all outside like, wow, I can't believe we like, made it out of... Glad we made it out of that one. Can't we believe we made it out of Ma's all basement? All five of us. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then someone on uh, Letterboxd is like, did anyone notice that Ashley just was left in the basement <laughs> and the house burnt down? <laughs> so that girl's dead. Uh... So he kills the maid, and then nobody brings it up ever. And then he sneaks into the house one night, straps the main character to the bed, and then like, there's a there's a scuffle and and all that. And then uh, he shoots John Travolta, and then stabs him in the eye, and then like is gonna execute him, and then doesn't. And then John Travolta just gets away with it. Or no, he shoots his fingers off. I forgot about oh, that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he shoots his fingers off. And I couldn't remember because oddly enough, I've seen a couple movies with like hands getting chopped up off recently. So I was like, was that that movie or? Yeah. So. He just gets away with it, and then um, the cops show up to the guy's house, and then, like, there's no explanation for any of this. They just arrest him because they assume that he murdered the maid. Like, we're the police. You did the bad thing. Do you Come remember at the us. end, then, the, like, kids walk up and he's like, oh, you're that guy that's, like, on the vi- with the videos or something? Because remember he, like, uploaded He was filming himself? in their house yeah. or whatever, yeah. He oh, gets- really? I didn't catch that. I think that was like him trying to say, say like it's a like really deep movie where it's like the fanatic can become the imagine if like that, celebrity, you know. If that plot was written by the guy that wrote um, Art of Self Defense, which is kind of like I said, a heightened reality, like weird. Mm-hmm. It's a weird comedy that I fucking love, and it's all like super violent and shit. Imagine like if if someone had taken this idea and really wrote a good script about it, you could like if it. I just think Fred Durst is not could, not a yeah. director. You know what I mean, like. No, oh, let's definitely not. not. The most or imp- writer. Yeah, no. Because he was a co-writer, right? It was him and someone else. Yeah. Uh, the, the most important part about the movie is the scene where the, the actor guy is driving with his son. He's like, hey, man, you ever heard of this band called Limp Biscuit? They're my fucking favorite band. They're called Limp Biscuit. Let me put them on for you real quick. Uh, let's see. Limp Biscuit. And then it zooms in on the radio. It's like Limp Biscuit. And it's it like, starts playing a, a Limp Biscuit song dude. you've never heard. Like Limp Biscuit has at least three songs that I would say most people are like, oh, I remember that song. You know what I mean? And he yeah. starts playing I, what I can only assume is off their newest album, which is ve- like the just oh my god, small brain, dude, small brain <laughs> film. Very it small was just brain. so into itself. Yeah, it was he, bad. Fred Durst thought he was killing it, dude. I remember, remember, I was like, oh, dude, that movie's premiering in LA tonight, and he's gonna be there for a Q and A with John Travolta. And we were like, man, I kind of want to go to that. Like, could you imagine if we actually went to How that? How fucking embarrassed he must be! Like, oh, dude, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're they know. You know what I mean? 
No, yeah, they're probably living <laughs> in delusion, but it's fine. I mean, the sad thing is they'll they'll both still have careers. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was a baffling night. That's that's gonna uh, that movie is gonna blow up when people start to find that movie. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't even remember what my review for it was on Letterboxd, but I got like twenty likes because it was something very sarcastic. I don't even. I don't. I didn't even give it a score. I don't think. I, like, I just was like, "Well, that was something." <laughs> I'm, yeah. ne- I'm definitely not. Apparently, Fred Durst has directed two other movies <laughs> that were slightly more. You know, I just put this film is a mess, a mentally ill mess. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna tell this last time on the podcast, but I had forgotten. Uh, I was recalling with Sarah, like the people. We were talking about, like, in high school, you remember, do you remember those kids in your class that thought they were funny that, like, weren't funny at all? And oh, then yeah. they would try and tell you, like, a, a story that was funny and, like, it ends up just being really mean and it's not funny. Like, I won't say any names, but, like, we were at PE one time and we were hanging out with a group of girls and they were, like, recalling what they did on the weekend. And they're like, yeah, we, we get together every weekend, we do, like, a sleepover, and we call this lady and she's super Asian so we call her and we order Chinese food from her with an Asian wow. accent. And I remember even back then, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you call an Asian person and then you do an Asian accent for Chinese That's food? That's true. That but also... <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Picture that from her perspective, dude. Like, that must be like, like, why are you bothering me? Like, what the fuck? That's so yeah. weird. What is happening? Yeah, she's like... She's like, yeah, she, it was the wrong, she called me with the wrong number one time, and she sounded super Asian, so we call her, and then, like, they proceed to do, and I'm doing an impression of them doing an impression. Maybe just don't even. <laughs> she, okay. It's super, I just feel like that could be used against you in the court of law, dude. Well, I just remember. <laughs> I really want to know who that was, by the I'll way. tell you after all the podcast. I remember Jordan was with me, uh, but we were sitting there, and she's like, yeah, we call her, and we're like, oh, we want fried rice, and all this stuff like that, and then, like, I, me and Jordan look at each you other, and we're like, wait, why are you... You're asking her for fried rice in like an Asian accent? Like, why don't you ask? I love that you guys are like, wait, the comedy, the comedy's wrong. You, you didn't. That's not funny. Like, yeah, like even back then, I was like, wait, no, isn't she the one who has the accent? Like, you, you call her with the accent, she'll just be confused. But again, that's someone who thinks they're funny. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, it was so hilarious when we did this. It's like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, and it's. I remember even back then, I was like, that's not funny, and like. I, not, not that I ever thought I was funny back then, but I definitely got laughs. So you know what I mean. You gauge it, you know, for what it's worth. Like, I mean, I was definitely the class clown in my class. It shouldn't be a surprise. Like, I, it was. I mean, didn't you kind of got expelled for that, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> was li- Technically, we, yeah. We were literally telling Joel about that because he he got an email home from his teacher saying like, "Hey, Joel was bad in class." Wait, and, before uh, we get into that though, I brought that up because it's like I am not a pranky person, and. I've had like it's one of those things we don't do pranks on each other. Yeah, well, I think it it was established pretty early on that we're like, please don't prank. Neither of us. Yeah, we're kind of like, I don't, I don't go for that. And I just tell me what you would do instead of actually doing. You know what I mean? I was gonna say, I remember when 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 cell phones first became a thing that were like everybody had them, not just business people. Like we have like the little Nokia phones and all that, the Sony Ericsons. I remember I would just get phone calls from girls in my class that somehow got my number, and they'd be like, is Willie there? And we're like, yeah, they're like, he's hot, just kidding, and then they would hang up, and I'm like, I don't... Again, hilarious. Yeah, same hilarious. people, by the way. Uh, and I, I feel like you should put them on blast at this point, like, <laughs> but whatever, no one's going to know who they are anyway. I just feel like in, in the era of, like, of the Me Too and everybody, like, the cancel and all that, uh, not that I have the power to do that, but it's like... If they're canceled, for sure. Those people have grown, and they have either kids or family now. It's like, you make mistakes. We, I've those done some dumb shit. Those people are probably shit. the kind of people that are really into the whole cancel culture thing now, if I had to guess. Actually, yeah. So it's like, 
if you ever see them post about like, oh, Dave Chappelle's special was so offensive, you should be like, hey, remember that one time when you told me how you used to prank call an Asian lady and order Chinese food? <laughs> that was pretty cool, right? That's still funny to you, isn't it? Even as a premise, that's not funny. That would be like if you called an Italian guy and you're like, hey, let me get a pizza. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, what? Like, uh, no, okay. what would be funny is if you called an Asian person. Like, let me get a pizza. <laughs> yes, you're like, let me get a pizza, pepperoni, double time. <laughs> She's like, sir, I, don't, I think you're confused about the ethnicity. And you're like, ma'am, what time is it? And she's like, I, I don't know. It's like 9 o'clock. Like, it's pizza time. Woo! <laughs> Dude, okay, wait. I remember Sean used to uh, prank call people on, what was that? I don't even remember what that, what, that, what that app was called, where you could call people on it, like before. Before Skype. I think it was Skype. I think it was Skype. Oh, yeah. People don't really use Skype anymore, huh? No. No. Um, and he called some restaurant to ask for a reservation, but then he was just like screwing with the lady. I, and I don't remember what the prank was, because it wasn't that funny. I just remember she's like, she had a British accent for some reason. She's like, I'm going to call the police. What do you think about that or whatever? And he was just like, yeah, too bad the police don't care what stupid British women have to say. And like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just so, so like on point savage where it's just like, what, why does her being British have to do with anything? Like, well, what? I, I noticed he was like really good at that kind of shit. Like <laughs> he just did not give a shit about anything. Oh, I remember he t- the, the story where uh, you, uh, what the fuck was it? Where like you guys wanted to get a free Slurpee day or whatever, and he's oh, like, "Oh yeah." What did he say? We walked in to Seven Eleven to get uh, monsters, and it was like seven. It was July 11th, so it was free Slurpee day. And we walk in, and the lady behind the counter is like, "There's no more free Slurpees," and Sean's just like, "Good!" Like re- <laughs> like equally loud and annoyed. <laughs> he's okay. You know what you call that? Is disarming? I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good. Because like, yeah. if what does that person do to that? Especially because he goes. Uh, nobody cares. The police don't care what stupid British women have to say. It's like she goes, "What?" and then she forgets about whatever the problem. <laughs> I just guarantee you that that lady was not expecting that insult. Like that was oh. mental disarming. Uh, I agree, though. <laughs> yeah, so did the police. <laughs> yeah, I just again, Jacob, a homeless guy, is like, "Hey," and he's like, "I'm deaf. Sorry, dude." <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Uh, we were, you know where that Chinese pa- China, panda, uh, not express, but over, but there was a McDonald's and then there was Johnny's Tacos and, all, and there was a Chinese restaurant right there. We went to the smoke shop and then what, it was where the old Stater Brothers was off Lagonia. Um, kind of li- near Mario's where house. Mario's is? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, we were walking out and like a homeless guy started approaching us and then it was me, you, and Bryce and we we're like walking over towards the Kuka's area. And he's like, hey, sir. And then Jacob's like, sorry, dude, I'm deaf. And then just kept walking and he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> When I was in Tucson with uh, Matt and Michelle, we were walking in, like, their cool downtown area, and uh, this, like, hipster homeless girl, like, like not really homeless, but, like, she looked like a, a 90s grunge chick from Seattle and just, like, sitting on the street with her dog, tried to hand me, like, uh, like, a, like a little leaflet or, like, a pamphlet or something, and she was like, uh, do you mind reading this real quick? And I was just like, sorry, I can't read, and we just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. That's what I would have done. And then we saw her in the way, when we walked back to our car too, and she didn't didn't say anything. To us, <laughs> I was like, thankfully. do you have one in Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, no say. No say. Um, I think were you with me when like someone was like we were leaving Harkins and somebody was putting flyers on our cars, and he had literally just finished putting one on my car and was making eye contact with me, and I grabbed it and just threw it as high as I could and got in my car. And because it's a paver, it just goes. Whoop. 
it's also just extremely disrespectful to how how like floppy and wind resistant it is. You're like, Phew. he doesn't care. I mean, he gets paid whether he does it or not. So. Well, it was for a church, so I'm pretty sure he wasn't getting paid. Oh, maybe he does care then because it's for a church. He's doing it for the love of it, dude. He was out there for the love of the game, love of the the free money game. Um, but anyway, what's what happened with Joel at school? I never even got the story. Oh, so I come home from work and today. I, no, this was a couple days ago. Oh, okay. And I, you tell me if this is asking too much. I, I only have I only have one thing that I that I request in the house, and that's can no one be in the shower when I get home around between like one thirty one forty five? Yeah, because I just I'm so like sweaty, and there's and then like there's just dust because I'm unloading these trucks, and they're just so dusty for some. If you've never reason. worked a warehouse job, cardboard really does something to your yeah. skin where it sucks moisture out because it's like the paper material on it, and it's like it's it's you know what I mean? It's not refined. It dries your hands out really bad. So the only thing I want to do is get in the shower and fucking put lotion on my hands and shit, and I come home and someone's always in the fucking shower and I'm like, do you understand? Like, I'm like soaking wet. That's how bad I'm sweating right now because it's like over 100 degrees and you're in the back of a truck. There's no air conditioning in, the, in these trucks. You know what I mean? Like, it's disgusting. Yeah. So I come home and I just feel like shit. And I'm like, anyway, my dad's in the shower. He's in there, he proceeds to be in there for like 45 fucking minutes, comes out and he hands me his phone and says, can you read this and make sure it looks okay? Which he always does to me. Whenever he wants to send someone an email, he's, he's borderline illiterate. So he has to ask me to fucking overlook it. And I do. And it's like, oh, it's fine. And then I scroll down because I'm like, what is this response to? And I look at the original message and uh, Joel's like chemistry teacher sent this email to dad saying like, uh, I, and I don't even understand what she was trying to fucking convey because she wasn't like, she wasn't an English teacher. Let's put it that. She was a fucking chemistry teacher. She uh, types up this long story and it's like, Joel said something to me disrespectful and I had to shut him down in class. I hope you'll understand. But it was like really, it was, it was basically that, but like a really long version of that. So... I text Joel right away with a screenshot of him. Like, hey, your teacher sent this to dad. Just heads up. He's probably going to be pissed when he picks you up. Like, and Joel is so sarcastic, which is how he got in trouble in the first place. And I was like, can you just like, he, whatever he says, can you just go along with it and, and not, and please don't like, start, don't engage. Like, don't start a fight. This will go easier for everyone in the house if you're just cool about it. And uh, he comes home and uh, like, I, I, like, I'm sleeping because I just got off work. And uh, mom comes in, wakes me up and says like, can you help me talk to Joel about this? Like, he's not taking it seriously. And I'm like, all right. So we go in there and we're, we're like, Discussed it. Like, we're trying to explain to him, like, because I used to get in trouble with the same shit, talking back to teachers constantly, me and you same. both, all three of us. In fact, and, we're making oh, a podcast yeah. career out of it. True. And I, and I tried to explain to him, I was like, because he was like, I don't understand, like, she was wrong, like, I didn't do anything. And I was like, Joel, I need you to understand that I 100% believe you. Like, I had so many teachers that were so shitty to me for no reason and would try to get me in trouble, too, for, for stupid shit. And, like, when they say, sh like, disrespectful ass shit to you, of course... Like, we're, our family is just super sarcastic. That's just how we are. So it's like, of course you're going to talk back. And I was trying to explain, like, you can't really do that. Like, you'll just get in trouble. Like, and, and I specifically was like, our friend Jacob got fucking expelled for, like, talking back, basically. Yeah. What did you do? I can't even remember. I know you brought it up before, but <sighs> is, it, can, is it something you could even repeat? <laughs> no, I don't. It's just stupid, dude. Like, From what I can gather and what I know, it's just... It I was, literally said the word masturbate. Yeah. Well, no, I wasn't even say that. I was gonna say it was just it, they were had enough between Seth and Jordan. Yeah, and they, 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 they took it out on, on, they took on it out of me. I was just saying, I could see that. I remember that. Everyone called like, that too. Eric talked to me after. He's like, they've just he's like Seth really painted a path for him. He did. He really I was in Seth's class, me. and Seth, yeah, Seth was like, Seth was a trailblazer, dude. To be fair though, I went through the same thing with Rob, where I had th more than one teacher be like, "You're Rob's brother," and then like they treated me like shit, like right That's off the weird, bat. Because why? Like, why do they just assume you're going to be the same? Don't you to think be fair, I, you know, I'm kind of the same. I kind of did do the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, all right. Maybe it's not that weird, but still. It's just, um, 
don't know. It sucks. Yeah. Well, and I remember like I came home and I was like, where's Rob? And he's like, oh, they're talking to Joel in there. And I had no idea what was going on. And it's like I sat there and told him, I was like, look, dude, I know how it feels to have a teacher just be like a scumbag to you. And yeah. then you have like the, I was like, you have like the trigger and like you, ha- you could roast them in front of everybody. You could pull that trigger and like you'll be like the hero and all that. And we've but both it, done that many times. That's how I've we done it. it and trust me, dude, it's hilarious, and everybody's gonna laugh at it, and you're gonna remember it forever. But like, it's not worth it because you still have to deal with that teacher for the next six months. So like, just fucking. I was like, when when you learn that, like in life, I was like, this is a life lesson right here True. that you're learning early. And like I said, I was like, Rizza always like he he was listening to a podcast with him. He was like. Like, a smart man learns from his mistakes, but a wise man learns from other people's mistakes, so always be a wise man. So it's like, when you see me and Rob, and, like, we're working these shit jobs with debt and all that, like, learn from us, don't do that. Learn from me right now, and don't talk back to people. It's, it's like, our greatest skill set as, as Jacksons and all that is to literally talk to people. Like, I remember a, a, a person who I used to hang out with a long time ago said to me in, like, in an argument one time, he was like, I hate arguing with you and Rob because you guys, even when you're wrong, you'll always be right. And I was like, goddamn right. Like, I, you know what I mean? And who was that? Well, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure I know <laughs> you were there, yeah. But uh, it's one of those things where it's like I remember there was this shithead dude named Mr. Prince at Valley Christian, and like he was the dude that Rob always talks about, where he's like, uh, what's under there? And like he's tr- baiting you into saying underwear, and then when you say underwear, he puts you nose and toes because you said a bad nose word in toes. his eyes. Nose what? and toes is when you p- get is put in the real? corner for 10 minutes. And that's, which, that's by the way, real, they would just forget about you. Yeah, that's something he would do. Yeah, as a teacher, mm-hmm. is he mentally ill? No, yeah. he was just like a sadomasochist. Like I don't know. Uh. He was to describe him. He was this fat fucking loser who would uh, drink out of pitchers things. of water. Yeah, because he had like really bad diabetes. He, he would drink like full pitchers of water and then chew a fuck one of those giant ass pixie sticks. You know, like, the, the ones what? kids always sell in parking lots? They have, like, a giant-ass yeah. pixie stick. They're, like, like a, a foot long? He would legit, he'd just be, like, pounding that and then drinking, like, a huge pitcher of water because of his to diabetes. Dilute it. And it's like, okay, yeah. dude. And he would just wow. constantly get in your face and be, like, a dick to you. Like, it was, like, a power tripping thing. Kind of how, like, you have cops that are, like, they'll just give, they'll pull you over and treat you like shit just because they can. And, like, uh, um, and I was, like, I remember when I left that school, I was, like, God, I'll never have to deal with another Mr. Prince. And then, like, you go through life, and suddenly everywhere you go, there's a Mr. Prince. Whether it, it could be male, female, boss, co-patriot, like, you know, someone at work and all that. It's like, that's just a life lesson he's going to have to learn. But the problem is he's, like, in the midst of his teenage angst and all that. And, like, depending on the day, he's either the sweetest kid in the world or he, like, doesn't care at all and is super sarcastic. So it's like, I told him, I was like, dude, just bite your tongue, and uh, it'll be easier for you. Trust me. Well, the one thing I was trying to, like... Trust me, this isn't a private school where they need your money. They'll yeah. kick you out. It was the one thing I was trying to really instill, and the, the thing that, like, made me feel like a grown-up was saying, like, that never goes away. You're always going to have power-tripping people, like, at your job, or, like you said, cops, or fucking at the DMV, or wherever. Like, they, that shit's going to... Like, even just on the fucking freeway, there's people that are, like, power-tripping, like you know, trying not to let you pass and shit like that. Like, you're always going to deal with people that are trying to control you and they're, and they're, it's not fair and they're shitty about it, but you can't, like, you have to pick and choose, dude. You can't, you know, get all bent out of shape out of, about that every time it fucking happens, I, which I guess is, like... It's endless. I don't know if that's a good a good lesson or not because it's just kind of like, hey, settle for less because people are going to be dicks in life, but, I mean, I don't know. Well, what are you going to do? If you fight every battle, you're eventually going to... Get... That's, that's why I'm not a parent. I didn't choose to have to tell Joel so, well, about what life. Of, what kind of punishment did Joel get? Nothing. None. Yeah. 
Isn't that nuts? Well, it was that just like a rep, like a like a write up sort of. It thing? was just an email that they sent to uh, my dad. It was like a like a, a demerit kind if of. That so you didn't get me, detention dude? or anything. No, if that happened to me, I, I would have got my phone taken away, all the video games, oh, TV. Yeah. For, like I'd be, I would lose privileges, as they said, for like two, which is their version of grounding us for like two weeks. Joel doesn't get. I mean, I love Joel, but like he doesn't get punished for anything, dude. True. He, Damn. But to be fair, there was punished. like a callus by the time we were in like eleventh and twelfth grade where we just stopped getting in trouble. True. You know, Joel also doesn't really do that much. To, like to be fair, he doesn't get in trouble. At all. He's a genuinely good kid. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's just so it's like you know the things you get away with. Like you have no idea what it was like for me and Willie. To be fair, though, it is kind of our fault because I I. I'm not going to give us this credit, but I just think that's how it goes. As an older brother, your little brother looks up to you, and he sees how me and my brother interact and talk to our parents. And I think he picks up on that, and he goes, I'll do this at school. And it's like, that's not the place to do it. I also think we wore mom and dad yeah. down. They just don't have the ability to discipline children anymore. Yeah, my dad actually said the other day he can't stand when me and Rob are in the same room together. <laughs> can't stand when you both? Are just in the same room because we oh. have the... We're just superstars, dude. You know, we, oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, I honestly remember how there was like people that said they were intimidated by uh, like all three, I guess us and you specifically and all that. It's like, I just don't think some people can handle the banter and like it. My dad is a type of dude that if he's not in on something, he directly thinks it's about him and like, it's putting him down in a certain way. So you can't even have a conversation. Never serious, dude. Like it's a thing. That's true. Yeah. And that's Joel. Joel's like a way more extreme. Like he'll just say really savage shit and he's like, he's just joking, but you're like, uh, maybe be careful. Yeah, well, and also, like, he has no fear of, the, of our father. We're like, when we were kids, it was like, just don't piss him off. You know what I mean? And, like, true, Joel yeah. goes out of his way to target him and piss him off. And then there's, like... Joel really digs at him, too. It's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, everything's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, I mean, it's just, it's interesting. Just the difference between, you know, the child rearing back from back then and what we're, what, you know... I just remember with. as a kid, it was just every week it was something new we didn't want to do that we just were forced to do. Like, oh, yeah, I never there's wanted a lot of to be weekend warrior projects that we got enlisted in. Well, I was talking more about school. Like, that too. I, mean, I never wanted to be in a school play. I like that, though. That was, like, my favorite, especially at the other school, more so than the uh, high school, because the other school... I, I, I think it was just cool because I would always get lead roles, really, and I just got into that. Well, me like, and you both did. It was just fun. I yeah. got three lead roles. I was telling someone that the other day, and I was like, I forgot that like I, I was like the a sheep that got lost in a play, and then I was a, oh, I forgot a, about that. I was a, a, a lead lifeguard at a, like during like a summer play because we have the winter and summer play, and it was the Christmas one, and then we would do like a summer one. The summer one was random. Like, I, I can't I lie. I used to really look too. forward to that. I, it's not even that I didn't enjoy it. It's just one of those things where it's like if you had asked me before we were forced into it, I would have said no. But like, and they're like, if you weren't good enough to get a role, you have to be in the choir portion of it because there's always like an act break with the song. Do you remember? Choir would have been fun, dude. We never did that. Uh, well, we used to do choir, and we would come, we would go to Calvary. That's where like the. That's big, actually big how we found out about the school. Yeah. Um, do you remember when we there was one one Christmas play where there was this kid, uh, Daniel Sanchez, not Daniel, Daniel. Yeah, well, he's uh, he's Daniel, dead. Who they? I think it was. Richard. Oh no, Richard, his yeah. older brother. <coughs> his older brother dead. Got shot by the police in a shootout. But uh, I remember he, he had this crazy deep voice from a really young age. He was like, hey, what's up, guys? He and, also um, had, like, scars all over his face because he was attacked by a yeah, pit bull I was when he was really little. Uh, Drew about that the other day. Yeah. Uh, you know, dogs of peace. But um, yeah. I remember they, they asked, they told him, like, okay, don't sing. Just pretend like you're singing. And it's like, that's so, you could not get away with that now. You could not tell a child, everyone else is going to sing, you're going to pretend. To be fair, I bet you they told so him that, and he went and told his parents, and they're like, yeah, we understand, don't sing. Well, because all the kids would be harmonizing as best as they could, right? And then you have this, you just have one voice like, ah, oh, Jesus is good. Like, it's like, and uh, he's not exaggerating. That kid really had, like, it was one of those things where even his older brother would make fun of him. He's like, dude, what are you saying? Like, he would just, 
<laughs> just say Do that. Do you remember when lip singing was like kind of like an exposing like thing back? Yeah, in the remember day? Ashley yeah. Simpson, Brit- Britney Spears, oh, and Simpson, like Ashley Simpson. Like people were like accusing him, like this person, like has been. Lip Do you remember? Or something. Did you ever see that video? It was like Ashley Simpson and like the the wrong track is playing. Yes, oh yeah, yeah. And then her reaction to getting caught and found out was to start doing this weird like uh, blue collar like dance, dance where dance. she's like. We should look that up. Yeah, I'm down after this. Uh, I've seen that clip a million times. It's always Bruce. funny. It's well, because it's like, and they even made fun of it on Family Guy. Yeah, it's like, what was your your plan of escape there? Uh, you know what I was gonna say about about school plays and stuff too. I've, you, you ever hear a joke when you're like a really little kid and it's so savage that it just sticks with you for some reason? Like when I was talking about Keith, where he was like, "Yes, ma'am," to Kyle that one time, and it just like I, I also remember speaking of Keith one time. I forget why, but you were crying about something, and then Keith just came <laughs> in the room and was like, "For crying out loud, like." <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh god, I don't know. That's uh, I don't want to talk about that. Um, That's good. He also used to just throw up all the time. Remember, he threw up in our closet for no reason. He threw up. Yeah, I don't know why. I, that kid was nuts. He he turned out great though, right? I remember we went to the the river one time, <laughs> like in Arizona, and like we got there, and me and you were perfectly fine, and like both Kyle and Keith got sick in the back of the car, and like they threw up, and I was like, I remember I was like, Mom, why'd they throw up? And then she's like, I don't know, they just couldn't handle the ride, and I was like, What? That's pleb, dude. Like they got car sick. Yeah. But, uh, From I remember, going to Arizona? It's a straight line. Well, like, we were, they live in Arizona in Phoenix, and then, like, we went to, like, one of the areas that had, like, a big lake and all that. So, so it's probably, like, windy roads? Maybe, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. They just, a lot of people, I mean, if they sit people on the rear sick. axle of the car, it, like, vibrates and just makes them sick. Dude, legit, huh. one time when, when it was just me and mom and dad and Joel, we went to Solvay, we were driving around uh, Ojai, and uh, I think dad was driving, and I was in the passenger seat, and we were in this, like, really twisty road, and I remember, like, Dad was like, oh, this is making me kind of sick. And, like, as soon as he said that, I felt it, like, immediately. I was like, oh, yeah, this is really, like, I feel queasy. And then I swear to God, I was like, can you pull over the car? And then, like, he did, and we both got out of the car and just stood there because we were, like, so dizzy from that road. And Mom and Joel were like, what's going on? And we were like, I don't know, just staring at the road made us both super dizzy at the exact same time. It's, it's weird because if you're the driver, it doesn't affect you at all. No. Because you're the one controlling the car, so you're expecting every kind of weave and, and all that. But I've never actually gotten car sick before. I have a few times. The closest was... Um, we came home from Korean barbecue one time and it was just, I was so full. And then like Rob was hauling ass to get back to the garage. And like, you know what I mean? It was just one of those things where I was like, I was just getting tossed and turned, you know, but I didn't like come close to throwing up. I just felt gross. Yeah, I've never thrown up from being car sick, but I felt queasy before. I don't think I ever felt that. You know like, why? Because you from an did. early age, we had gone on well, road yeah, trips. Well, yeah, you're right. It's just that one time. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking, I was like, I don't think you I ever got car sick. I was like, oh wait, yeah, duh. That's the whole point of the story. <laughs> I was thinking more like when I was a kid, like I never like from uh, like in the backseat or anything. No, I like I said. I think it's just from from a, from infant age. Also, we were always on road trips after that so car just trained. that car accident. The first time, uh, I I got like really bad claustrophobia a couple times. Where like I would have to. I remember one time we went through a car wash. Again, it was everybody but you. We went through we went through a car wash in Fontana, and I remember like panicking. And as soon as we got out of the car wash, I like jumped out of the car. I was like, oh my god, like that freaked me the fuck out. Anyway, once was one time we were super young, and they were practicing for a Christmas play at our old school. And uh, there was this thing where all these kids had a part that they had to come up to the microphone. They were, like, in a line. And each each kid would come up and say part of this really long speech. And um, so one kid comes up and he says something. And then the next kid comes up and he couldn't remember his line. So he just said, Jesus says no hitting. And then moved on. (laughs) And he got in so much trouble for it. And I just remember thinking, for some reason, that to me was so fucking funny because it was supposed to be, like, and and God's glory shines down on all of us or something. But so he's just like, Jesus says no hitting. (laughs) Like... We we did this play one time. This kid's name is Robert Potter. I'll never mm-hmm. forget him. And um, oh, man, I remember the him. play had nothing to do with superheroes or anything like that. And this kid, 
Um, looking back, he might have had some sort of a, a, a handicap of some sort, a special need. Uh, <coughs> he actually went to Calvary for one year, uh, but like he was way younger than all of us. He would have been like two grades younger than you. Yeah, I remember him. You, oh, you do remember him. Dude, I, Ryan got suspended for fighting him. Are you serious? Fighting? Yeah, he really? punched him like right in his face like twice. Hilarious. I remember that. How, how much younger was he? Like, uh, he was in our PE class. So. Oh, so he was like a grade below you. Yeah. Okay, so that kid. That was amazing. Dude. Uh, what are you fighting about? <laughs> I don't remember. He would like he would always fuck with Ryan for some reason. Like Ryan just had it one day. We were walking to like the the field, and it was like right in front of the church, the packing house. That's where he just like he just like hit him right in his face, dude, nice. and started hitting him over. And I was like, dude, holy shit! Yeah, you just you're like, uh... yeah. Ryan just he went off, dude. But yeah, so that kid, we did a play, and he it was basically one of those things where at the end of the year like the kids were all going to go up and they have one line each kind of like how he's like jesus said no hitting or whatever and his part of the play he walked up but he was like so afraid of like um being in front of crowds at that time that his parents allowed him to dress up like spider-man for the play do you remember this no why this sounds familiar (laughs) he was just randomly spider-man he was spider-man during a christian play where nobody else was dressed up in anything but like a polo t-shirt and what? like, I yeah, dude, I, we might have footage of it somewhere. I'm not even joking. And he walked up and uh, he literally just. Uh, With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> that would go viral. Like, dude. it was one of those things where they have the mic in the middle of the stage and, like, each kid starts off. Like, the teacher's like, this is my second grade class. And then, like, we're going to recite this Bible verse. And it was like Proverbs 419 <laughs> or something dumb like that, 420. <laughs> and uh, every kid goes, like, and Jesus said, blah, 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 next kid, blah, 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 next kid. And then it finally gets to him. And, like, you don't see them because there's, like, a, a, a big, <laughs> like, uh, like those things you change behind or whatever, blocking it. And the kids come out one at a time. And then they, they file into, like, these pews up on the other side of the stage yeah, where they're I about remember. to sing a song. I do kind of remember this now. And it sounds familiar. everybody's dressed in, like, a white polo T-shirt with black, like, pants, like, slacks or they whatever. They would tell it, you what to wear. Yeah. Like, you were supposed to match because you're in the choir. Yeah. And then he comes out. And I don't know if they knew, but he was... Wearing a full-on Spider-Man outfit, like a Halloween. Yeah, with like the. Mask <laughs> Wait, Halloween? did he have the mask on? Yes, and then he like whatever he said in the mic had nothing to do with the thing, and uh, his he immediately started running down the middle of the aisle, like in the middle. It's a big ass church, and then he like ran to his mom and dad, and they just sat down. And then the teacher was like, uh, "Okay, let's keep this moving," and like literally just kept going. What the and fuck? then for the rest of the play, he just sat there in the, in the <laughs> audience as Spider-Man. Cool. <laughs> you should let Ryan know about that. <laughs> He probably knows about it. <laughs> he probably found out somehow. He beat it out of him. Uh, Damn, I need to talk to him. I was, I was thinking, I remember this, there was this one Christmas play where, I don't remember the plot exactly, but it was about, oh, it was about the, the star that they followed to find Jesus, the, the, the three wise men or whatever. And um, oh, yeah, right. the main and the main character was, was that star, and her name was Twinkle. And I remember it was like, huh. There was a bunch of other stars, and we were like talking about. There was I only had two lines: one at the beginning and one at the very end of the play. And my I go up and and my I go up for like at the beginning of the play, and I go out and say my first line, and it's this long ass thing about like, well, I guess in the end, the thing that we all learn is that Jesus loves every one of us, no matter what we do, whether we're a person or a star <laughs> in the sky or some long ass thing like that. And then I walk star back to my spot, sky. and then I realize. Everyone's just like just dead ass quiet, and I'm like, what's going on? And then I realize like, oh, I said the wrong line, and I, I walk back up and I said my actual first line, which is, "Where's Twinkle?" <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of the play, when I go out to say the line at the actual time, it's like everybody laughed, and I was like, oh, okay, like I did it right this time. 
<laughs> I think Is about that, that a scarring? lot. Dude. It must be because I, I really think you, you know those there's all those memes about like oh there's there's one thing that replays in your head all the time. I think about that <laughs> one a lot because it was just like I had two lines, one of which was really easy. It was only two <laughs> words long, and I said the long moral of the story in like the first five minutes of the play. <laughs> Everyone was like, oh, can we go home. I, yeah, I really spoiled it for everybody. That's great, dude. Also, one time. Basically, the way the play play act struck act, uh, act structure happened is like there was the problem, and then Robert came up and was like, "Here's the solution. Yeah, we can like, all go home." Let me end this for you right now. <laughs> That's fucking troll. Uh, I don't think I ever had any fuck ups like that. I would remember them. Do you have a lot yeah. of lines though? I don't remember. I was the I was the lead dude in t- in two plays for sure. In the third one, I was like a, a like a main character, but not the main main one. Um, I the only the only thing I messed up on was when I was the sheep. Okay, basically, uh, there was the the moral of the play was that like uh, we were a herd of sheep and like like there was a shepherd or whatever, and I was the one that got lost because of like a, a wolf or something pulled me to the side, and I was it's like the devil tempting you and all that, and there was just a line that I uh, I couldn't remember what I was supposed to say, and then the guy who was standing behind that weird pillar thing just said it to me, and then I went on about my business, but like you realize that like the parents think it's cute when the kids yeah, fuck up, they so don't it's like really not a problem at all. In fact, it's like it makes the play way better yeah, when the kids it makes mess it more up. memorable, really. Yeah, I was thinking about that. When you're filming, it's like because mom and dad would. We probably, dude. We probably have so much footage of us. That I'm now, sure that'd be interesting to find that. Like, look, watch it now. You know, like I was saying, we we filmed a bunch of shit in um, and for Bible class in the high school and all that. And I was like, I bet you David Corden has a lot of that footage still. I'd love to because you know he put them on DVDs. You know what else is weird <laughs> to think about now is like I used to get solos all the time in the in the plays because they were all musicals, and I, I, there was at least three that I could think of where I had a solo that I that I had to go out and sing. And I, cause I remember one of the lines was like, Jesus, you're the greatest gift. Like, <laughs> cause it was like a Christmas thing. And uh, I just, I think about that now. And it's like the fact that somebody used to trust me to go out and sing on, on my own on a stage is like, I wasn't like a good singer. I mean, did you, do you guys remember how like at Calvary they would, um, they would have like choirs come every day. Oh, so we would have like the, um, the, yeah, we were the Shakespeare, I remember that. Well, no, no, this is different. So we'd have, like, the, the Shakespeare people come. Like, what did they call them? The Shakespeare uh, traveling something. Like, they have their own name. and they were, I like, remember that. Yeah, they, they would, would come, come and they would do, like, Macbeth four plays yeah. from Shakespeare, but they would do them all really fast, and then they would change them up and all that. You know what I'm talking about? I don't think I got that. You, I, no, no, you saw them. Uh, Jordan yeah, saw there. them, too. Yeah. And then the next year, we had, like, this weird, like, acapella group <laughs> come, and uh, it was so lame. And I remember they sang this song, and it was like... Like the like the the actual hook for it was like bada dee doo doo and then like oh, yeah, it, like one person that. would do it and then the next person would go bada dee doo doo and then the next person would go bada dee doo doo and then eventually they're all in unison in their high and low pitch and all that and then the person would be like uh, if you leave there was do you remember we did one one time Valley Christian there it was kind would of a, still be music left to write it was kind of like a duop thing where it was like Jesus loved the little children yeah. <laughs> like all the children of the world, and but it was, like it was like that. And then the people in the back would be like red, yellow, black and white, dude. Red, yes, yellow, white, black and. It would go. White. It would go red, Jesus. yellow, black and white. Like they would literally just be doing red, that. yellow, and like, black Jesus and white. Jesus loves all the colored children. I also remember. <laughs> 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 okay, just the colored children. <laughs> I remember uh, there I'm was sorry. this one song we had to sing where it was like something about it was like. It was like for a de- hold on a second, <coughs> but anyway, let me finish my story. Uh, so they, so anyway, the, their like song was they're like ba da dee doo doo. So for the next three years, every time we like it, we 
Miss Nichols hated that song, Miss Nipples, as we called her. Uh, <laughs> we'd be in class, and then Jordan specifically would go, ba dee doo doo And then, like, it would get stuck in everybody's head. And, like, we got written up one time because we kept singing That's it. Amazing. And then he, he, he literally was like, Jordan, stop singing that. And then his reply was literally, you forced me to go to chapel and sit through this bullshit. And <laughs> Sounds about right. It's not my fault. I retained it. All right, but do you remember Mark Littleton? Yeah. There was this one. We had, we had to do a song in choir, and it was like it was like a dad telling his son goodnight, and then the son's like, <laughs> it was basically like, Dad, is God real? And I remember it was like, the lyrics were like, like, no, go to bed. It was like one of those country songs, like, so then I pulled up a chair, and I looked him in the eye, and said, Jesus is real. And, and he's up in the sky. Yeah, so shit, basically. you cry. And uh, I remember uh, Mark, when we were like, when we were there at the actual night of the thing, he was like, so I chopped off his head and I said, now you're dead. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's God. like, if you, Damn it. people Damn that it. didn't go to private school don't know when, <laughs> when someone would change the lyrics to like a Christian song and you're there in person, it's so savage. <laughs> I remember one time I was in Bible class with him because they, they put me with the older kids for some reason. And like, like before class started, he was like, he was like, uh, he's like, welcome to the nightly news. We're here in Egypt with a man named Jesus Christ today. And what did you have to say about what happened earlier? Like, like, inter- <laughs> like he was interviewing Jesus Christ, and it was I don't know that kid. That kid was a fucking comedy legend back in the day. Didn't it, that'd be funny if he was? He's like, well, Jesus, how'd he go up there? He's like, well, they crucified me up there. <laughs> Didn't go well. Yeah, Christian school humor is next level because it's like you're, you're pushing boundaries, but you're kind of you're you're scared to say too much, like. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you, don't you, wanna... you were able to find like this weird, comfortable line where what you said is so savage, but they can't really get in trouble for you. I remember I used to just draw pictures of Satan all the time and then staple them to the wall. I was a little, was a little edgy back then. Oh, that was you? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought you were serious for a second. I was like, yeah, that was me, dude. Um, well, I remember like in Harrington's class, like, you can't curse. And I was like, well, what, what do you consider cursing? He's like, anything that's not damn or hell. And I was like, I was like what the damn hell? Like... <laughs> Bitchin' damn hell. Um, oh, yeah, that was August Hunger Force. I was like, what was that from? Yeah, when he keeps cursing. You get your damn ass in that bitchin' damn room, damn it. You get oh, around when he fixes his damn door. <laughs> <laughs> the one where it's Uncle Ben sitting there eating. He's like, morning, Peter, and he just gets kicked in the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good meme. Whoever said it, I don't know. It was Bryce. We may, we may never know who said that meme, but it, it was a good one. It was Bryce, I thought. I, I mean, we'll probably never get to the we'll bottom of We'll never know who sent that. What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. So then I chopped off his head. I said, now you're dead. It was like he was doing, like, a Johnny Cash song. You can meet him yourself. Um, I have some... Did we have any other notes? Yeah, Popeye's chicken sandwich blowing up. (laughs) I'm glad I got to eat one before they disappeared from the fucking planet. Well, I hope they come back, you know? Uh, They are, apparently. They're, like, they're trying to get more buns. We that were was the problem. About, like the reason that's a big deal is because Popeyes has the best breading on their chicken. It's really fucking good. But sometimes you don't feel like eating three chicken strips, a box of fries, a biscuit. You know what I mean? Like it's all carbs. It's like it's, if, it's a little if you much. Could literally, just get that in a sandwich form. Not only is it easier to eat in your car like a fat piece of shit. It's a. Uh, it costs less money. It's like there's less. It's less involved. You know. You don't like. You feel like if you're going to. It's almost like going to KFC or or getting a pizza delivered. It's, just, it's like okay, this is a whole process. Whereas like you know, just going to McDonald's like that's just like okay, we'll do do this real quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, am I sound crazy, you guys? Does it sound? Am I sounding crazy right now? So who here got to try it? All of us? Yeah, I tried. Not it. Not you, Bryce. Um, oh. I tried it. 
<laughs> at work one time, I was on my break, and I was just like, oh, I'll pull in here. And there was like only 15 cars, only. Uh, and yeah, we drove by. Yeah, that was a start. Around the building, we were like, no. It was, it was a 20-minute wait, and the first time I got it, and I didn't know how big of a deal it was. And I would have gotten more if I had known. But I me got, too. I only got one. Yeah, I got one sandwich at work. First and uh, I just remember, I was like, damn, that ate way half my break. Like, goddamn. And it was fantastic. And I remember posting about it in the chat. And then you got one that same day. They're um, as good as, the, as people were saying they are. I, definitely. I, mean, I don't know if I like that better than Chick-fil-A. I'm not really sure on that. but I definitely did. The, they, uh, definitely there's more to bun. it, that I think. The brioche bun, I think, is what really seals the deal. And, and their breading, too, is fucking fantastic. Yeah. I'm not a mayo guy, but the spicy whatever mayo they put on I there do like a good also spicy fanta- like yeah. fantastic. Um, <coughs> do I think it's worth the hype? No. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to well, say yes. I, okay. After getting it once and you had to wait an hour, would you do it again if it was the same circumstances? Would you wait an hour? That's how you know if it's I worth the I didn't have anything hype. else going on. Yeah, yeah. I, just get a book if I had nothing to do and I really out. wanted it. If you guys could sit in the car doing that while you're waiting Hell in line. Yeah. That, yeah, I could see that being fun. Um, all right, yeah, okay. It's it's so damn good that I would do it again, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait for this to just be a normal Something thing. I really yeah. think about now. Like back in the early days of slonking. You just like plan. You'd plan it around like, ooh, what are we gonna eat? Like, let's like. Uh, I remember going. Me and Jimmy went to like Jersey Mike's and got the fucking Chipotle uh, uh, cheesesteak. Really cheesesteak. I've yeah. been on my that like, shit was good, so dude. So fucking yeah. good, dude. I That's the only you, good thing. They me, had you, there. and Bryce went to the one over by uh, Five Guys in Redlands. The first when it opened. Yeah, yeah. It, I remember I went in there and I was like, That's let me just get about. the small sandwich. And then they gave me the double one in the torpedo package or whatever. It was <laughs> remember, like nineteen dollars. Yeah. I was like, this is the small one. But uh. Like I also have a gift soap? card for there if we ever are, are broke ski. Twenty five bucks. Hell yeah, what? dude! Let's get Chipotle. It was which I think I'm doing again. It's when I when I had dog sat. She gave me a gift card for that. Damn. So don't sit on those dogs. If you want to do that for dinner one of these nights, because I'm I'm broke as hell. Same. Uh, I actually kind of in a pickle right now to be honest. Wait a minute. I just got an email from Chick fil A that says just because. Yeah, but they always give me breakfast items because they know I'm never there in the breakfast time. That's true. Super yeah. cringe. And they're always like, when they send you a coupon, it's always like, hey, do this by tomorrow, please. But if you can Did get breakfast uh, at Chick-fil-A, right. it it's is like a fantastic. It's something for you from the manager. Uh, <laughs> Hi, it's William Crumb, operator at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> Chick-fil-A. His name is William Crumb? William Crumb. Uh, he has a really Eat troll. Eat my crumb. His profile pic is pretty Here's troll. Crumb. Hey, it's William Crumb here. William <laughs> Potato, <laughs> Jesus. manager of the worst fucking Chick-fil-A in SoCal. You get some free mac and cheese or what? Uh, valid for one four count chicken minis through ten sixteen. Yeah, it's the breakfast, uh, which I wouldn't get those anyway. Like, oh fuck that. Yeah, like, I'm not trying to eat that shit. You fucking loser. Shut up, William Crumb. <laughs> like, William, William eat my crumb, dude. Have uh, you guys been there recently and tried the mac and cheese or no? No, is it good? No, I don't know. I haven't tried it. About the mac and cheese, though. I was wondering if you. Here's guys... the thing, though. They can barely function making chicken sandwiches, so I don't know. I wonder if that's like causing hype at all. But you can't really have like. Viral mac and cheese. Though, I don't if it think. was really good, because I love a good mac and cheese, I just don't see it being that good. Because the problem with mac the, and the cheese is, is like I need it to be top. hot, and it goes cold <clears throat> so fast. That's true too. And also, like I said, if if you get a good good mac and cheese with like a crumbly, like a uh, like a breaded topping where it's like crunchy when you're eating, I it, think that's, that's how it is. Like bake that shit. Like I don't just yeah, I, don't I like want, it. I like KFC it has terrible mac and cheese, and fucking so does Popeyes. To be honest, KFC has Popeyes the, is all right. I had it recently. Yeah, Popeyes is is okay. Fuck me, I guess. Forgive me for I have disagreed with you. Uh, It'll be the last time. The the KFC mac and cheese is vile. Yeah, it's garbo. KFC sucks. We all KFC. Yeah, it's garbage. If you think KFC is good and you listen to our show, stop listening. Fair. (laughs) I think Bryce likes KFC though. 
You have no. You have no Popeyes near here. No. He has one in Beaumont. I mean, yeah, that's about the same. Distance I was like, do you really have it if it's in Beaumont though? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That was the eternal struggle when I lived in Redlands and Drew like worked like literally down the street from where I lived. We would eat get lunch a lot all the time basically, and we'd be like. Every time we like, you know what I really want? Popeye's chicken. But the nearest <laughs> one's like fucking 20 minutes away. Though, you know the worst part about that was? I wish he was here so we could talk about this. Uh, every restaurant in Redlands closes at like 6 o'clock promptly. So like, you know, if you're late boys like us, oh, so you, you're trying to eat something at like 9 or 10 o'clock, it's yeah. like fucking impossible. <clears throat> it's true. It's very true. Uh, Sorry, I got an email back from the guy from Epic. I'm just reading it. I took a... Uh, Epic? took Joel to Disneyland the other day, which uh, turned out to be a fucking nightmare because I had to go to work the next day. And I'm telling you, dude, like, I, w- I went right from work to, like, a six-hour Disneyland trip and then got, like, two hours of sleep and then went right, right back to work. And those next two... And then, the, and then that next day, as soon as we got off of work, I, I went to go see It too, and then oh, we would, damn. And then I had to go to work again the next day. And I was so fucking dead by the time the weekend rolled around. Like, I don't think I can do that anymore. Like, I'm sorry. I can't go to Disneyland and, and then work a couple hours later. That's just not going to happen again. Yeah, that is. On the, on the upside, though, it was Disneyland. And also, uh, they're fucking dead-ass empty right now, which is incredible. I was going to say, wow. you, you had positive uh, results with going to the... Uh, Star Wars? Yeah. Like, whatever it's called, Galaxy's Edge? Yeah, I, I wasn't... I mean, me and, me and Joel, we, were, we both agreed, like, hey, let's go check that out. It's brand new. But we, weren't, we weren't even going to ride the ride until we saw the ride was only, like, a 10-minute long wait. And, it, and the ride was pretty fun... First of all, before I get to that, uh, the whole land, the land is fucking huge. Like, you think it's hmm. just going to be this tiny little add-on thing, but it's... I thought they, it was going to be like a corner. Yeah, same. Yeah. But they, they, like, built this huge fucking section that they're clearly going to, you know, left a lot of space for different rides. Because right now there's only one ride, and uh, there's a new one that's supposed to open up next year, I think. And uh, the one ride... Well, again, I don't get to the ride yet, because that's... I was going to say, uh, do you want to... We're at an hour and 16. Do you want to save this for the next episode via content? Uh, yeah, we could do that. Uh, I didn't realize how long we'd been talking. We, as, as you know, okay, we'll, we can get into. Like, you could, I guess, we could finish it. I have some other stuff we could talk about for the next one. But I was going to say about Disneyland. But let me, let me I'll just end just on the do, fact. We'll do an intro to that into the next one. Yeah, I'll just end on the fact that the Star Wars Land it's pretty worth it. If you if you can afford to go like right now, like literally right now, this point in time where it's completely empty, I would totally. That's it's worth your time to go check out the ride. It's <clears> it's like. I got the blue milk. That was that was surprisingly good. Like I kind of have been craving Did it. Did you want it all to try the green one? No, because the green one's papaya and it's kind of soapy. If you remember. <laughs> oh no! Shout out to Aaron Jones on Rant and Robin. Yeah, YouTube. if you guys want some all star content yeah. on YouTube, go check out Rant and Robin at YouTube. Uh, you know, Rant and Robin. Not uh, what's the song that you you could? It was a uh, rabid rant and yeah, Robin. rant and Robin Robin. Yeah. Scottish. Folk music not to be confused <coughs> with the classic Rant and Rovin' Robin. Also, the uh, Disneyland now has paper Maybe. straws, which is fucking troll, and it's terrible. They like start dissolving almost immediately. That was stupid. Ew. I got a uh, just, here's just a quick rundown, and I'll talk about the Star Wars right in the next episode. Yeah, <coughs> I also my, need to talk about my I almost got mugged and my gym experience all in the same five minutes uh, on the next one. I was to say we got a lot of content for the next one already, but anyway, you don't care about that, Lister. You care about this episode. Uh, <laughs> I got a margarita because I don't know if this is controversial, but I think California Adventure has the best margarita I've ever had. Because I, I get margaritas every once in a while, and I'm like, you know what, this doesn't live up to the one at California Adventure. Um, 
the, the their food I, I can't speak much on, but the Los Fuentes right up there the street. If you guys want to go and get some margaritas, they're fucking incredible there. Yeah, they're cheap. Like, uh, they're, they're not good. But the chips are free if you want to get the margaritas. We could all do that. They're <laughs> like guac, it's like dude. six bucks for a margarita on like if Tuesdays. The theater, if that that theater in Redlands didn't fucking suck, I would be down to like let's go let's go to get drunk and then go see a movie sometime. But like that theater blows now. I'm boycotting the theater. Oh. It was okay. Yeah, I don't know. It was Their okay. Dumbass idea to like bring food in during the movie really pissed me off. They also oh, put like, yeah, that they like redid the steps so they're wooden now, so you can just hear people it's like. It's so doom, loud. Doom, it's doom, so distracting. <laughs> it, it feels like this is cringe to Faith and Drew, I'm sure, but like it feels like disrespectful almost because like I'm trying to fucking watch a movie here. And like, you know, contrary to popular belief, it's kind of expensive to go see a movie now. Mm-hmm. It's like at least 16 bucks a ticket. And then yeah. I. With my movie, t- this is on me. I mean, I'm the consumer. I need to have popcorn and a Coke Zero. Well, my so. thing too is like I always want to get the premium format if I can because the you know the bigger screen like just it's just it's worth it if I can see it you know. Yeah. Also, I'm getting I'm getting back into Junior Mints, which used to be like my favorite when I was a kid. And that theater I go to in LA has them, but they put them in the fridge so they're like ice cold when you eat them. Uh, they're fucking so good. dude. I haven't had a Junior Mint. I don't think. I hate Junior Mints. I love them. They're like my one of my favorite. They remind movies. me of, of Yorks. Yeah, Ever Yorks are so dank, dude. No, those, those are one of my favorites, dude. It's chocolate and mint. It's That's dark, dark, I know, dark but chocolate I just, and mint like, it's together. It's weird. It's I don't know. Good. It's just a weird the way texture. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I just hate them, dude. I used to hate getting those for Halloween. Well, I'll, yeah, I wish we could go trick-or-treating, dude. <laughs> I was going to say, you ever think now. about that? We, we were talking about that today. Like, do you, we should do something for Halloween this year. Yeah, I don't know what, but we should well, you definitely... can trick-or-treat. No, well, yeah, I, that wasn't, that I wasn't don't mean trick-or-treat, dude. That's what you guys are thinking. We could... We could just have Joel trick. Well, he's way too tall. Never yeah, as I say, Joel's not. Joel, Joel can't, can't even trick or treat. I remember yeah. the I remember the year that mom and dad had to tell me like, I don't. You're kind of too old to trick or treat now, Rob. Like, I didn't want to have to like break this down to you, but you're you're not gonna. We're not gonna buy you a costume this year. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I want to say I was like, you died, dude, that day. Twelve, maybe when they you were just like six feet already. Yeah, I was taller than dad already. Trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember um, that same year, though, we ended up going to the uh, Valley Christian. They had, like, their little harvest festival to, to volunteer. And before we went there, we stopped at Target. And I remember, you know, it's the night of Halloween, so they're trying to get rid of everything. And this costume that I had been eyeing since the day it hit the shelf, I was like, oh, God, I really wish I could, I could get this costume. It was a fucking Austin Powers costume, dude. And it was on sale <laughs> for, like, five bucks. And Dad's like, fine. And he bought it for me, and I wore that when we, when we went to the school thing. And everyone was like, oh, shit, Austin Powers. And it's a church. Everyone was like, oh, my God, it's Austin Powers. Like, I was like, yeah, baby. Like, all night long, dude. <laughs> That's incredible. I had the glasses and everything. And it had, like, I wish I had pictures. It had um, a little sound thing that we came to it. And it'd be like, do 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 I kept that thing for so no long, way. that jacket. Like, I used to fucking love that, dude. Because it, it, like, was legit the, the jacket from the movie with, like, the frills and shit. It was all blue. I imagine you showed to, like, Drew, I wish I still had Drew that, and dude. Faith's, like, the, what, what do you call that? This, the... Not the, the where you practice the wedding, uh, uh, the rehearsal. You show up to the rehearsal and you're like, "Yeah, baby." <laughs> oh, <laughs> behave, it's oh, the best behave. man who shagged. I, you know, I don't know why, but just bringing that back up, it's like, man, that was like one of the greatest moments of my life. It's like, yes, like <laughs> I was so <laughs> excited to get that Halloween costume. Remember the Clerks cartoon? They're like, "Is it lame?" Or yeah, he's like, "Don't it? you hate when people do bad Austin Austin Powers impressions?" He's like, "Yeah, baby," and she's like, "Oh, behave!" Like that's genius. <laughs> Anyway, we're at hour 21. We'll call it there. That was a good episode. Um, fuck, we, I guess we could... Okay. I, can, well, I still have notes. I still have like six more things on there. All right, well, it's a... Do you want to create a Slack? It's basically like an sure. app that we can... You brought it up a couple times. I mean, I'm down to do it. It's basically an app that you create where it's like... A, we'll Are call we it the Best thing? Bros one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, I was going to promote our shit, but... Uh, Oh, we can literally all go on to it, and like if Jacob finds a video or you find a uh, topic or whatever, we can just put it in there. With the evolution of dance? Oh, no. 
<laughs> anyway, if you guys like that uh, episode, uh, subscribe to us on Instagram, iTunes. Give us a rating, a five-star. It help us out. If you hated it, do whatever you want. Uh, if you want to give us anything, Patreon helps out a lot. Just a dollar really helps pays, helps keep paying the bills so we can have these episodes uploaded. What's that? Pull out a nose hair. I've done that. That's, those hurt, dude. It does hurt. Uh, we do have shirts. I only have like six left. So if anybody wants one, hit me up. I got a. I think I got two larges and men, one extra large, and then two mediums and women, and one small and women. So a couple more. I'll I'll post that on Instagram. But we I sold mostly. We got thirty shirts, and I've sold all of them, but six or seven. It's pretty rad. Um, got some stickers too. If you want one of those, uh, two dollars each, or if you want all three of them, just give me five. That's a good deal. Uh. Hit me up on the it Instagram. Is a good deal. Hey, they came out really good. I don't know if you guys want one or not, but no. put one on the 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 G, N, O, B. Tuna sub. Anyway, give us some money on Patreon. It helps out a lot. We're trying to grow, uh, record more. Me and Rob are going to be recording our uh, our movie podcast. We we don't know what the title is yet, but uh, that'll be coming probably within the next two weeks. We'll have the first one out, and then I'm trying to do some spooky shit for Halloween. You know what I mean? We're looking at a 30-minute format, bare minimum, and then we're going to do a season, hopefully, of 10 episodes, and then we'll release them all throughout now and the end of October, and then be mostly horror, and I think after that we'll just do, like, we could do noir for November, and then probably just do crime movies and whatever. We'll see how it goes. I'm excited about that. Uh, I got some more shirt designs coming in the works and all that, so those are cool. Um, I haven't even worn mine yet because it's still in my trunk. I need to wash it. Um, Rob wore his, and his fit really good. But anyway, yeah, Patreon, Instagram. I'm trying to get back on Twitter. Uh, our Facebook's popping lately. We're getting a lot of, if you want to follow us on there. But anyway, have a good week.